You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what, what do, do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hard true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, oh no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzer. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Good, good, good. 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 Good, good, Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on The Great Geek Refuge. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am the editor-in-chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. Lots of great podcasts, lots of great articles, um, tons of great content for you to enjoy. In fact, while I'm here, I'm going to do our shout-outs. I want to give a shout-out to our other podcasts that are on the network. Uh, shout-out to our Star Trek-based podcast that is uh, hosted by uh, GGR editor Mariah Beachboard. It is called FedCon, which is short for Federation Conversations. You should check that out. We've also got a video game podcast. It is called The Gamer Den. Uh, longtime GGR contributor uh, Jay Dilla, uh, you know, Jess, she's been on here many, many times. Uh, she's the co-host uh, along with uh, Russ Brown, a.k.a. Uh, the Opaque Senator. So you guys should check those out as well. We've also got some solo joints that we have uh, from some of our contributors here. Let me go ahead and introduce our co-hosts for the podcast. You know him, you love him. Uh, co-host number one, he is the longest standing tenured GGR contributor. It's been now... What, four five years? years? Four years? Yeah, four years. Four yeah, because yeah. it was the same. It was the year the Caps won the Stanley Cup, so 2018. So four years. Uh, this guy's been doing great work for us, continues to do awesome work. Uh, in fact, you should go to Blurred Con. And the reason why I'm so fucking excited about it. No, you know, why am I telling? This is your news. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, anyways, he's got a great solo podcast. It's called The Overflow with MC Brooks. It's MC Brooks. Tell us your big news, man. Yeah, uh, well, and then like, I'll be performing at BlurCon this upcoming Friday from whenever this com- whenever this comes out. Uh, yeah. You know, I performed That's last so year, cool. kind of last, kind of like as a last minute thing. But like, no, this year I'm getting a contract and, you know, I'm getting signed on in an official capacity. And yeah, I'll be there on Friday. That's and so cool. Potentially, potentially again, at an- another point over the course of the weekend, but definitely Friday. That's so fucking cool, man. Congratulations. Like it is so well earned. Like all the music you put out. Like I say this all the time and I feel like I feel like a dad, like who's just like <laughs> proud of their kid no matter what they do. Cause I'm just like, I love it. It's great. It's wonderful. You're a talented young man. No, like seriously, like I, I fucking love your music, dude. I know how passionate you are about it. So like getting to see you have this moment where you like it is not even like I'm just gonna show up and you know it's open mic night. No, Blurred Con was like, you're fucking dope be here and perform like that's just amazing man so congratulations yeah thank you thank you very excited for it of course co-host number two uh when it comes to the inner workings of the things that are going on here at ggr this guy is a tireless worker um does a lot of the work involved with our facebook group which is now closing in on 700 uh people that we have in our group which is amazing i remember when we were less than 100 man um He's an incredibly talented visual artist. Uh, he's a great teacher when it comes to that. Like I wouldn't be able to do half the stuff that I do uh, with digital art if it weren't for this guy. Uh, but also 
well-versed in the gift of gab, also incredibly knowledgeable about all things geeky and nerdy, so much so that we refer to him as the professor. He's got a new podcast project that will be coming out soon, so stay tuned for that. His name is James Rambo. I also have an announcement. I made a cheesecake last night. Oh, how was it? Oh, oh no, I haven't got into it yet. Um, I was up stupidly uh, finishing it. Uh, I'm going to a barbecue today, so that's what that's for. Um, I'm happy to share the recipe. It's the um, banana pudding cheesecake from Cookies and Cups. Um, banana pudding I've, cheesecake? I've made it several hey, times. Hey guys, podcast is over, I gotta go. I will continue to make it. <laughs> Be up there in a little uh, bit, Rambo. It's one of those, like, I, I have no real compunction about uh, uh, talking about how good and how well liked this is because it's not my recipe. I didn't make the shit up, I just created it. Um, or rather, I just I just make it based on the recipe. I have never had uh, uh, an ill word said about this. Um, it is highly recommended. It's, it's phenomenal. It's so fucking good. Yeah, you use um, vanilla wafers to make the crust, um, and then there's a layer of bananas and vanilla wafers in the middle, um, and then you make homemade whipped cream, which is stupid easy to make. It's so easy to make. There's no reason not to make your own whipped cream. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, cover the whole thing in that, uh, and caramel sauce, it's amazing. I The only change that I make is I add, um, it calls for two teaspoons of vanilla extract. I, I do one of vanilla and one and a half of banana extract, uh, mm -hmm. so you get a little more of the flavor there. But uh, yeah, it's fucking phenomenal. And uh, look it up, Banana Pudding Cheesecake cookie, Cookies and Cups is the name of the website. Good stuff, man. I'm excited yeah, now. Good. Sounds delicious. Yeah. So let's talk about another uh, delicious thing, but more so on the streaming end of the world when it comes Ooh, to uh, nice. digital content. Yes. Nice. Fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, so excited about this. I even got it so we could have the authentic sound effect here. <laughs> uh, we have now finished the series. All six episodes are done. Um, I... Oh, let, let's kick this off with everybody knows that I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I mean, like, can I say that I'm not and have a lightsaber within arm's reach say, of like, every they, podcast yeah, that like we do? Right there. Yeah. Like <laughs> when I got promoted at work, the first thing I said was I was like, well, I need to get myself a gift. I need to get a lightsaber because now I'm a Jedi. Obviously, I need the weapon of a Jedi, you know, a more elegant weapon for a more civilized time. Um. Was Obi-Wan perfect? No. Um, was it fucking satisfying as shit? Yes. Did it fix this character, Obi-Wan Kenobi, for me? Almost almost 100%. All of the issues I had with Obi-Wan Kenobi as a character were more or less fixed by this series. Not only that, my love of Darth Vader continues because he gets so many fucking great lines in this. And like just completely satisfying but also i think as we get older and we see more of this character like the flaws of the character and i'm not saying like the, it was poorly written or fucking whatever no the the character flaw of anakin skywalker slash darth vader's it's just like it's shown and you know it and you see it and like there's a moment in the last episode uh, and we'll we'll go into greater detail, but like there's a moment where he does something and one of his underlings is like, mm, Lord Vader, is that really a good idea? And he's like, fuck you. Yes, I'm doing it. And you're just like, that's an Anakin move. Like, I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do, whatever the fuck I want. And no one's going to tell me no. And I was like, yeah, that's that's consistent. Cool. Um, I, I absolutely loved this series. Um, that last episode. And again, we're going to go into detail in just a minute here. That last episode, there's a scene that I replayed probably a dozen times because it was so fucking good. Um, but I want to get thoughts uh, and kind of take the room, uh, the temperature of the room here. Um, we'll start with uh, start with you, Rambo, and then MC. Um, you can go after that because I want to hear your perspective on this as the person who has the least experience with the Star Wars universe. But Rambo, what were your thoughts overall? We'll start overall, and then we'll get into like the episodes that we haven't discussed yet, which is four, five, and six. I really dug it. Um, it didn't change my life or anything, but yeah, I, uh, you know, it, it didn't. It didn't have to. Um, I don't. I don't need every piece of media I watch to be the best piece of media I've ever seen. Um, I. 
it was really cool to see more of the relationship between Vader and Obi-Wan flesh out a little bit, um, or at least continued a little bit more. Um, I thought uh, Reva was a really cool character to introduce. Um, I was really happy with all the performances. Well, most of the performances. Um, and I thought the show looked great. Um, all the things they're doing with the volume is um, really impressive and, and game-changing in terms of uh, the visuals for, for not just Star Wars, but for, for media in general. Um, yeah, no, I, it, it's... it's um, I, I recently saw someone, uh, or there was a, 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 you know, a tweet going around um, Facebook and such um, saying, you know, having grown up in the 70s and 80s uh, and the, 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 the minimal amount of access to Star Wars stuff they had, they will never complain about more Star Wars content. It's like, yeah, the golden age of geekery maintains and continues. Oh, it's a cash grab. Yep. Take it's all being money. made for money. It's all, all of it. All of it's being yeah. made to make money. Yep. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you know, as long as the quality, you know, stays, like, decent to good, I got no problem. Um, it's a cash grab, the guys say, as they spend $200 on a fucking lightsaber. Like, I mean, it's a cash like, grab as they buy, like, like special figurines and shit. Like, fuck off. Like, Yeah, Lucasfilm has never been a non-profit. Um, like, no one making any of these movies is working for free um yeah. they've always charged money for tickets like i don't understand i i hate that fucking phrase um but yeah no uh uh the the longest possible answer to a simple question is i dug it uh i'm potentially down to see more if they wanted to yeah. do more yeah um so yeah i'm i'm uh i'm i'm plenty satisfied by that show Mr. Brooks, what say you? Yeah, no, uh, I echo everything both you and Rambo said. Even with the like limited infra- uh, knowledge of, of the Star Wars lore that I have, just as a standalone show, I enjoyed it. You know, it was something. It was something that I look forward to every Wednesday. You know, waking up, brushing my teeth, eating food, sit down, watch Kenobi. Like it was. It, it was something I look forward to uh, every every week. And honestly, it, it 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 has grown my interest in Star Wars and learning more about it. Um, I, I have very little memory of Obi Wan's role in the original trilogy. Um, I, I'll have to go on is what you what you, know, what you both have said and what others have have kind of said, and you know about and and and, and honestly, Mike, a lot of people have kind of echoed uh, things you've said before about kind of not really caring about Obi-Wan before, but now that this show is out, like, yeah, they're like, oh, th- like there's a little bit more depth to him. There's, there's a clear character arc um, that takes place here and they'd be curious to see more. I'm in the same boat. I thought, I thought it was really dope. <clears throat> Lightsaber fights were fire, especially, especially that final, final episode. When, yeah. I know we're going to talk about that in a sec. Whew. Um, um, uh, uh, Leia, Leia was was fucking great. You know, she uh, she was great in this. A ton of the cameos, like Camille Nagiani's character, was was fun. God, he was so fun. Yeah, <laughs> he was fun. Um, Reva was 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 uh, was really dope. And like, I, I thought I, I'm sure this will come up too, but I, I I found it really funny how how like how many people like hated Reva but loved Anakin. I'm like, huh. <laughs> Wonder why? Um, overly passionate person <laughs> who can't control their emotions. Yeah, whatever uh, yeah. could you mean, sir? Hell yeah. bent on revenge. Yeah, like yeah. It's, yeah. so fucking yeah. foreign in Star Wars. Jesus. Yeah, but no, like it was it was cool and like you know if this gets us like I think they laid enough uh, you know groundwork here that if they wanted to do more, you know if they wanted to kind of feature what happens after this, if they want to explore this brother that he may that may exist out there somewhere like I, there's a couple of different ways that they you know they probably could take it but overall yeah. I, thought it, I thought it was fun i was i was pretty entertained it was story was easy enough for me to grasp even without me having a more expansive you know knowledge uh, knowledge of the lore um yeah i i'd, I'd watch it i watch this again there are more than a couple episodes and scenes from this that i will i know i'm going to go revisit 
Yeah. We last discussed episode three. That was the last one that we discussed before we had our uh, little extended uh, holiday there. Um, so when we last left Obi-Wan and Leia, uh, Leia had, had been kidnapped by the, the Empire, uh, specifically by Reva, as a trap to lure Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, it gets even more interesting because in that third episode, we get the first face-to-face confrontation with Obi-Wan and Vader since their duel on Mustafar in episode three. And Vader has not forgotten, and neither has Obi-Wan. Um, however, Obi-Wan is kind of a shell of, of himself. Wait and like, Hold on. The, the, the next time they see each other is the fourth episode of the show. They saw each other in episode two. Or sorry, the, the next time they, the, the, like they actually like properly encounter each other. The first time they've four. seen each other in like 10 years is episode three. Okay. When Vader shows up on that planet, because they're like, okay. yeah, they're yeah, on the yeah, run. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. It, it was. I, I, I thought there was like a like kind of a funny ironic thing going on where like episode three is where they have the fight on Mustafar, and then episode four of the show is like you know uh, they see each other again three uh, four. I see what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. What's What's funny though no, about no. that? Um. <laughs> what's funny about that is is that a lot of people are saying that there is parallels to the. Um, the prequels and the original series as far as the episode numbers and what happens in them. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Like three, they duel and somebody gets lit on fire. Um, yeah. Four is about a rescue. Oh, shit. Yeah. Rescuing Princess yeah. Leia specifically. Um, yeah. Five is... Yeah. And that makes sense because they, they end up having to like take on the might of the Empire um when they attack that planet as they're trying to escape and like do the rebels escape in the end yes but does the emperor uh, the empire win more or less yeah um and then episode six is like that that final fight um yeah i i i thoroughly enjoyed this series mostly because and going back to what i had said before it, it really fleshed out the obi-wan character because like for me it was like well he tried to kill anakin but then just kind of left him to burn and then just left him there um and like it always frustrated me that he never made any attempt to try to like turn back this person that he had more or less raised like anakin was nine when he met him and i think he ends up being 23 24 something like that when he um, ends up becoming Darth Vader. I can't remember, but he spent a lot of time with Obi-Wan. That is at least 10 years, if not more, uh, at a bare minimum. So like he's been around this kid for a good portion of his life, a good portion of the kid's life. And like, he's like, yeah, I'm bad. And I killed a bunch of people. Cool. I got to kill you. And there was no attempt and like always bugged me. And like, you never really got any vibe from Anakin or from Obi-Wan that he felt bad at all he was just like nope i did what i had to do you were my brother you were the chosen one you know like i loved you well now i'll see you later barbecue kid i'm out of here and like that was it (laughs) but like you get to see throughout this series that he's fucking beat up by this man he is torn up like he has lost everything as far as he's concerned and like he's given up all like lost all of his faith in himself and in the jedi way and in the force and like um, I, I had thought at first that he had cut himself off for the force, kind of like Luke did in Last Jedi. Um, but it turns out, I guess he just wasn't using it. And like, he, and then he just kind of turns it on in that one episode when he tries to say, when he saves Leia from falling. And my guess is, is like, and, and, I, and I'm glad they portrayed it this way, that they didn't portray it as like a thing that you can just flip a switch and it's back on and all of a sudden you're dope again. That it's like, it's like muscle memory. And that like, it's not something that you can just like, turn off and on and be badass all the time like it does take its toll and like you have to be attuned to it and we get to see that and like i the the further on we go the more we got to see like that he is the hero that he should be the people so many people are like obi-wan's the best jedi ever and i'm like you're an idiot but like (laughs) after this i'm starting to agree and like i still wouldn't say he's the best jedi because i still think he made a lot of questionable decisions but like in the end he lives the jedi way because some people are talking about like well he should have killed vader he should have finished him off that's not the jedi way at all the jedi are for knowledge and defense never for attack 
and if broken down, like asthmatic Anakin Skywalker's hanging out there with his broken suit and half his face mask ripped off, and he just goes over and stabs that dude right in the gut and kills him, that's. I mean, I get that. Like you're 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 taking out a horrible menace to the to the galaxy. I get that, but like this is. I don't think he could. I don't think he had the the capacity to do it. I don't think he could kill him. Even though he said, well, then my friend is truly dead at the end of that. I don't think he had the ability to do that. I don't think he could have turned it on. And like, I get why he didn't. I mean, like that whole like um, revisionist history. Well, if you just killed him, it would have saved everybody. Yeah. Okay, cool. He didn't. The empire still would have been a thing. The emperor still would have been out there. And who's going to beat the emperor? Like, I feel like it had to be Vader and, and Luke, not you. You couldn't just have Obi-Wan go there and like the oh, Emperor's going to fuck him up if Obi-Wan goes there by himself. Because where's Yoda? Oh, that's right. Yoda's been hiding the entire time doing absolutely nothing. He's like, yeah, sorry, I lost. So fuck everyone. Y- y'all are on your own. Like, and that's the other thing is like the more and more I learn about this, the more I'm just like, God, the Jedi are douchebags. Like we lost a fight. So we're just going to go hang out have an extended vacation for like forever. Live on this desert planet. Hang out with a bunch of like woolly mammoths and shit. Yoda's going to live on a fucking swamp world eating frogs and shit. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when, the, when things don't go the way of the... Uh, when when Jazzy disenfranchised, they're just like, well, I could stick around trying to fix this. Or... <laughs> I could find me a moon or a world with a singular biome and go live there as a hermit. I think you know what I'm going to do. <laughs> no, we have to reorganize. We have to fight the emperor. Hey, I like this idea. I like your thinking. However, a lot of good ideas going around. A lot of, a lot of positive energy. Yeah. Y'all take care of it. Let me know how it works. <laughs> I'm going to fly to this ancient Jedi temple. I'm going to turn off the force and I'm going to drink green milk out of this weird aliens space city. So enjoy. Yeah. 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 Um, I I loved, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the shit out of it. That, that last episode. Yeah. Was, the the saber fight between the two of them and I and I alluded to this like they're they're trying to run Obi Wan down Obi Wan has saved uh, baby Princess Leia and he's saving all these rebels and they're trying to escape but the hyperdrive's not working because it fucking never does in Star Wars and they're trying to escape and there's a star destroyer right behind them and Obi Wan's like no you know what I'm gonna take a shuttle and I'm gonna distract them because Vader will follow me and everybody's like that's dumb he why would he do that and he's like he will trust me and then he goes off in his space shuttle and Vader's like, we have to follow him. And everybody on the fucking Star Destroyer is like, dude, do we? "Um, (laughs) Or we could squash the resistance right now. And and he's like, yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah. Because again, but that's an Anakin move. He's like, no, we're doing this. We're, We're going to crush this person that hurt my feelings because my feelings are more important than anything else in the goddamn galaxy. And like the, the fucking look on the inquisitor's face when he's just like, mm, yeah, cool. I feel I mean, like it also kind of makes sense too. And y'all can tell me yeah. if I'm wrong, but I feel like it also kind of makes sense too, because one of the things that they kind of played up over the series is the, the idea that he is not fully like Vader yet. Like he's still very much part partially Anakin in there and he, like they do this thing where they he tries to play it off like they're separate entities and in like um i think it may have been the final episode or something like there were several points over the course of the show where you hear like the voiceover you hear both their voices when they speak kind of alluding to this kind of yeah. like dual like duality between anakin who's not fully dead yet and the new vader personality that's born out of what happened in the original trilogies. And I kind of, I, I kind of definitely got that vibe from me. He, yeah. He tries to convince everybody that Anakin's dead, but he's not. Yeah. Cause it still pops up at various points. It's, it's why he lost. It's why he got outsmarted by, by Kenobi. That's why I, that was one of the things I really liked about, I think it was episode five where they were doing like the, the back and forth between what was going on in the show 
and then like the training that they were doing um, yeah. as like I yeah I really enjoyed that. Yeah, no, that whole yeah. Oh, God, that was fucking cool. Um, they, they know these characters. That sorry, go ahead, Rambo. But like, no, absolutely. the writing knew who Obi Wan was, who Anakin was, and they are knew you, what right. their yeah. Are you sure? Because you know, if you go to the Reddit, you know, apparently nothing. <laughs> Apparently, apparently, you know, nothing that takes place in the show happened with any understanding of, you know, of of of, of Star Wars or, or these characters or their journey or, with, I, or anything that takes place. I just want to know. <laughs> Rambo, make your point, please, because I'm going to I'm going to have a double no, no, this is the lunch for a moment about. here in a second. What the fuck are they expecting? <laughs> what do they want? I, this, the I same thing they wanted out of Last know. Jedi. It's the what same thing they wanted out of Last Jedi. Want? But that's the thing. They got that this time. They got that. There is a proper fight between the hero and the villain. Like, Obi-Wan is not, like, meditating somewhere on a far-off planet. Like, he is actually there. They are fighting. What next? What's the other thing? Do you want him to kill Vader? Because guess what? That'd really fuck up the timeline, wouldn't it? Like, I don't understand. I mean, and, and, and the answer is, they don't know what they want. Nope. They are just unhappy. Um, seemingly just to be unhappy. Like, I don't, I just, I don't get it. I'm confused. Like, if someone could tell me, just explain it simply as if I were a three-year-old <laughs> what these motherfuckers are expecting from this media. Like, do you just not want it to exist? Should it just stop? Because I, I could, I think that's a big part of it is like, there's so much residual hatred for the prequels and like, I don't particularly like the prequels. I don't think they're very well-made movies. You know what I don't have to do? Watch them. I watched them again during uh, uh, during quarantine. Uh, me and Katie watched them again. And in some regards, they're better than I remembered. In some regards, they're worse than I remembered. But again, I, I chose to watch those again. Um, but no matter what, they're not monoliths. They're not like everything is terrible or everything is great. There are some cool ideas in there. And that's what I really appreciate about this show is them being like, hey, we're going to give you the good parts version. We're going to give you just the thing that people really cared about. You know what I really like this and, and this confuses a lot of people. I prefer the homage to a thing more than the thing itself often. Okay. Like I'm not big on Kung Fu movies, but I really like Kill Bill. I uh, like it's because what you're getting, or actually, you know, let me rephrase that. It's not necessarily that I, I, I like it more than I like the original thing necessarily. It's I will enjoy an homage to a thing that I don't enjoy otherwise. Like if I like, again, yeah, I'm, I'm not big on good movies. I really like Kill Bill. And it's because you're getting this thing. You're getting this idea, but through the lens of someone who loves it. Like... Mm -hmm. We know my feelings on sports. <laughs> but when I hear the two of you talk about, like, you know, when I hear, hear like, Mike, when you talk about when the Caps won the Stanley Cup, like, that's great, man. Like, that's because I'm, I'm hearing, it's not just, like, you're not talking about hockey. You're talking about your experience with hockey. Yeah. Um, and that's what I appreciate about what this show did is it's like, hey, I know a lot of you guys in your like 40s and up watch those movies and we're disappointed and that sucks. And you're even frustrated with like all these young people who watch those movies when they were kids and they love those movies. They talk about how great they are and it just makes you real sad. But here we're gonna show you one part, one aspect of those old movies and recontextualize things so that it makes a little more sense, so that it kind of bridges the gap between A and B. And I think 
that's a big part of it is don't try to show me any good in something I hate. I've decided that it's bad, so it must be bad. And that's just sad. Yeah. It's yeah. just a fucking bummer. Like, why not just see if you could enjoy it? Like, again, don't rewatch the movies if you don't want to. Don't fucking do it. But at the same time, like, a lot of people made this thing and they're like, hey, this is actually kind of cool. And there's all these things. Hey, you know, the thing that you didn't like, there's, oh, there's little bits of it here and there that you might enjoy. You don't have to rewatch them. I wish I could understand yeah. this, the, this psychology behind it, the, the thought process, because I very rarely hate any media, like even movies that like I there's things I didn't like about them. Famously, um, the man who killed Hitler and also the Bigfoot. Um, I still like that movie. I would watch that movie again. There's that one scene that I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. But like, I still overall, there was good in that movie that I enjoyed. That fucking dining room table scene is, is, is powerful. It's incredibly powerful. The way the movie ends, like it's all really about the regret that this guy has in his life. And like, it's still a good flick. There's some weird shit, but it's a good flick. Very weird shit. Some very weird shit. But like, I don't understand the utter contempt and and just bile that like bubbles up from people when they're talking about this series, when they're talking about these characters that they've known and loved, because knowing more about a person, like not even a, a thing that I'm watching on TV, knowing more about MC, knowing more about Rambo, knowing more about any of my friends is fucking dope. I love learning like the nuances about your personalities, about like what makes you tick and like that's one of my favorite, a character study, I think is the term they use when yeah. you're really talking about film. Like I love character studies. I love learning that Anakin Skywalker truly feels the fucking line that hit me the hardest out of all of that was when he said, Anakin is gone. I am what remains. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah, I was like, fuck me, dude. Like that's, he, he realizes that he's broken and like to get into that scene, when he says, I'm not your failure, Obi-Wan, I was like, aw. And he goes, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. And then he smirks. He goes, I did. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I was like, this is fucking great. <laughs> but if you really watch that scene, too, like, you get that awesome color switch because it's blue of Obi-Wan's saber at first. And then when he says that line, it goes purple and then it goes red. And I was like, oh, oh shit, I watch that. Oh, I yeah. Not only that, too, the Sith eyes. Watch his eyes go from like the regular color that they are to the fucking Sith eyes. It's 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 fucking good. And like, yeah, hearing the voice, the, the two voices matched up and yeah. Oh, man, just fucking wonderful. Like, yeah. how can you as a Star Wars fan not fucking love that? And hearing these, like, these limp dicks complain about all of these problems, <laughs> like, it's just, it's so you, sad. Like, you know, you know what it is? Or what I, you know what I think it is? When did the original trilogy come out? Like, when, when did A New Hope come out? Uh, 77 was when the New Hope, when New Hope came out, and then Return of the Jedi was done by 83. So 77 to 83 is the original trilogy. So the issue, the issue, in my opinion, it stems from two things that can that can also be connected. One is these people have their own head cannon and have had their own head yeah. cannon since 1977. Yeah. And now that more material is coming out, that's kind of giving you more, like kind of filling in gaps in time, gaps in the timeline, or letting you know. Here are some things that happened during, you know, between these two movies or between these two, these two events, and they they hate it. And then I think the flip side of that, excuse me, the the, the other thing that kind of that can also kind of coincides with that is the fact that now we're like Reva, like just the existence of Reva and, and her being part of it. The fact that Leia was such a really dope character in this that her very existence had people saying, oh yeah, no, it was the it was the Princess Leia show. It was not the Kenobi show. It was, you know, it was, it was and, all, uh, it was like, it was like just because one, that they exist and two, they were not just a background character. They were a, a prominent part of the story. 
and and and, and were prominently featured all throughout uh, all throughout the series, but that makes it bad because that also probably does not fit in with their headcanon where little girl Leia is fucking badass. Well, and it's also it's also Leia showing up and then be like, I can't fuck that. Oh yeah. That's it. People would think <laughs> ill of me if I was How interested. How am I supposed yeah. to have sex with this little girl? Like what? Yeah. It's the same issue they had with uh, with uh, Chippendale with uh, with Gadget. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How come I didn't get to fuck her? Yeah, that's what it was. That's the difference. With Gadget, it was like I was supposed to break the seal on that. Like ew, <laughs> fucking gross for so many reasons. I discussed it myself just now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. I don't even know if I even heard that <laughs> phrase before. Ew. Um, the one that got me was when I can't even remember the exact terminology you used, but you were like, when Zipper busted a load in Gadget, I was like, what the fuck? Hey, we're all adults. We know how the birds and bees work, or the, the flies and the mice. <laughs> I just like, yeah, it's, it's, the more I think about it, the more that makes sense. The more <sighs> it, that that it's you made MC make a really good point about um, headcanon, and um, and I think that ties directly into what I was saying with regard to the ability to pick and choose, um, or rather the the, the 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 denial of certain parts of canon, um, and for the longest time. You know what was it like the the Revenge came out in what like two thousand four, right around there, roughly. Yeah. Um, so almost twenty years for near for for about eighteen years. Um, a lot of these people have been able to basically act like the prequels don't exist. Um, despite the fact that like you know Clone Wars happens, Rebels comes out. You know, there's been all this media supporting it and like being pulled from it, but they're like, that's different. Um. And now there is this, you know, um, they can't deny it anymore. Uh, they, if they, if they want to watch this show and enjoy it, they have to accept that, yeah, this is part of the canon. Um, whether or not you enjoy it is something else entirely. Yeah. Um, but speaking as someone who liked this show and does not like those movies, you can hold both those ideas. It is feasible. It is possible. Um, and like, you know, there's plenty of Star Wars media that is just shitty and doesn't need to exist. Um, don't need to exist. No, it needs to exist. Um, <laughs> and it's just like... I I it still... It makes me fucking you know what sad. Else too, man. Me I too. Actually just had this, I just had this thought too. Because I, I was talking to someone the other day and I actually I asked them, if they also thought that in addition to the headcanon, the, is it also an issue of when Disney took over, they said all these is. novels and comics oh, the, and the all, this universe stuff, all, all that, yeah. Yeah, all that stuff, is. all that stuff, not canon anymore. There it is. That I honestly feel that that's a lot of it because like, I know people who are pretty progressive thinkers and like, don't hold any sort of like, neck beard philosophies for lack of a better term um who really loved all of those novels and like i i understand that and they're like i really haven't liked any of the new movies cool that that's that's a completely different animal than what we're talking about though because there are people who here here's a perfect example of this okay they did the same thing with luke skywalker in last jedi people were like luke should have been a badass luke should have been flipping everywhere and like lightsaber ablaze chopping bitches in half. And like, it just, you should have just been banging every broad he possibly could have gotten his hands on. Like, first off that didn't happen in any of the novels. Like he, he was literally trying to rebuild the Jedi order um, throughout all of the novels. That was his goal. Um, he fell in love with this one girl. It didn't really work out. Um, and then he fell in love with this other girl because she was trying to kill him. Cause you know, like you do. Um, and like, it was, it was it was really normal. It was a really fucking normal thing. And he was never just like, just like fighting. I think everybody, like, we're not going to talk about it today because we're going to wait for the finale and then we're going to talk about it like in two weeks. Uh, but the boys, 
Um, <laughs> That's a different kind of conversation. <laughs> I think I think every I think all of these like conservative light fanboys of Star Wars all think that Luke Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi should be Soldier Boy. That old school like because the in one of the in one of the more recent episodes they really talk about like his persona and how he acts like he's supposed to be this like cool marble man like you know look at me i'm a badass i'm a soldier and that's what they want that's what they think heroes should be and like mm-hmm. that's not what star wars is nor has that ever been what star wars was and like people just don't seem to get it and that's the thing that's fright not frightening but frustrating to me is that like i'm enjoying this so much and I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. I read all those fucking books and it's not bugging me at all. Would I have liked to have seen the stuff that Timothy Zahn did with um, Grand Admiral Thrawn, which is supposed to happen like right after Return of the Jedi? Yeah, that would have been dope, but it didn't fucking happen, okay? They've talked about doing it as an animated series, which would be fucking sick and I'd love to see. But again, like it is what it is, man. And like, you can blame Disney, you can blame whatever the fuck you want to blame. Like, but like, have some fucking joy in your life, man. Like, why are you watching every single episode of this series and being pissed off? Why are you hate watching this? But then how are you not watching that first episode of Obi-Wan and feeling bad for him and realizing, wow, this is setting something up. This is how far he has fallen, that he's this broken and disenfranchised. I want to see if he, how he gets back to where he is in episode four. And like, I'm trying to remember some of the things that people said. Oh, Obi-Wan was too weak was one of the things that I saw. Like, what did you expect him to be doing in the desert? Just like constantly lightsaber on the entire time, just swinging that shit as hard as he possibly could, fighting Tusken Raiders, just like shadow boxing basically, but with like a lightsaber. Like he just constantly training, picking shit up with the force. Like, like he watched somebody who was very, very close to him that he loved. He watched two people, Padme and Anakin, fucking die as far as he was concerned. And you're broken by this. You're broken by the fact that like, he's not still a badass. And then like, Oh, well there's the continuity doesn't make sense. Cause he didn't recognize R2 D2. I'm going to say some shit that you all are going to, it's going to blow your fucking mind. Is it possible that he doesn't remember a droid because most droids look very, very similar. The R2 model is this trash can looking motherfucker with some different colors. And there's a million of them out there. You mean to tell me that he's not going to be like, Oh, that's fucking R2 D2. Like, it's a droid. I see droids every day. It's like, it's probably background noise for him. But not only that, he didn't say that he didn't recognize R2. He said, I don't remember owning a droid. Which, like, he didn't. Exactly. It was <laughs> it was Padme's. R2, yeah, like, <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, it was like, R2 was the, the fucking uh, X-Wing droid for Anakin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> or not actually, but like his the 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 his for his, his little Jedi fighter, yeah. Like I don't. It, what? All right, it, just like be upset then, like be sad. It's and I think also a lot of it is like you know, and if you're someone who just watches movies, TV, whatever, and are like, I enjoyed that or I didn't enjoy it, and you don't think about it any further, cool. Right. Good for you. Whatever yep. works. But something like this show does make you reconsider things. It does recontextualize things. It does make you think about things beyond the the surface. And I think that ends up being very frustrating for people who are not looking to give things a second thought or a, a um, you know, a, a longer look. Um, I've talked about it probably a couple times on here, but like when, I, when Annihilation came out, um, I love that movie. Uh, it is a weird sci-fi horror movie um, that has an ending that does demand something of its audience. You need to really kind of stop and think about what you've watched. And a, a lot of people were really mad about the way that movie ended. Um, and, you know, sometimes you look at a painting and you like it or you, you have an instant feeling. And sometimes you have to sit with a piece of art for a while and you have to consider it. And like, let's, you know, 
let's not mince any words here. This is it corporate art, sure, but it's still art. Um, all these shows, all these movies, all this shit we watch and read and listen to, it's all art. Um, and you know, there are even times if you don't like it. Need... Oh, say again. Yeah, even, even if you, you don't, don't like it. Like it. Even if you don't like. Yeah. It, it, it's 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 up there with the you know and and that's another one of those things I disagree with like oh well, that, that's not a that's not a joke no it's a joke it's just a bad one yeah or it's one you don't find funny yeah. that's also fine um, having to think about um, and and use your brain for and, and like this is not meant as a pejorative but like really consider what you've experienced is sometimes too much for people. Um, they just want a surface level experience. That's fine. But I don't get how you watch this show and still aren't satisfied by that. Like, there's more Darth Vader. There's more lightsaber fights between Obi-Wan and Vader. Um, but like, it, like, it's, and it's all the things that you want from them. Yeah. It's, it's Obi-Wan being a think. negotiator. It's Obi-Wan like being snarky and funny. It's Obi-Wan picking up that lightsaber and being a badass again. It's Darth Vader just fucking shit up. Like, why are you mad at this? Like, I, I do not get it. Like, is it because there's a little girl that's a main character? Is it because there's a black person that's a main character? Does that piss you off? One of the best, oh fuck, one of the best tweets I saw was when people were, were pissed off about um, Moses' role as Reba. And then O'Shea Jackson Jr. pops on Twitter and he's like, man, y'all are gonna be pissed when you yeah, see what I'm doing. Yeah, right. like, <laughs> I didn't see that. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, he was fun too, man. I enjoyed yeah, the shit out of him. I liked his character. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, and, I like his character. Yeah. That's one of the other things that I'm really enjoying about this. It's like as we're learning about what the rebellion was we're learning more about the rebellion and who was the rebellion. It yeah. wasn't just a bunch of white folk. Like it's a, it, it's people of color. It, you know, that's, you know, that's beyond the pale for folks. Like in, you can have all of these different types of creatures that exist, but yeah. Someone with my complexion. Whoa. About that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, why are we going to make this space so Africa? Like what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> space Africa. That sounds dope as fuck. Uh, like Wakanda. So, I was going to say it sounds like Wakanda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, it, the one thing that's subtle that I don't know if everybody's noticing or not, but I'm actually really digging. Most of your bad guys in your emperor are white. And like stark white, like yeah. couldn't be whiter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like the, the fucking Grand Inquisitor <laughs> with his pancake makeup. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's okay. I, I just know. thought of my first gripe. Okay. Um, Rambo, you you might appreciate this because I know you've watched Letter Kenny. Um, you know there it's like the second season or third season when all the skids are stabbing each other with the epipens. And like okay. yeah. like it's that's that's what lightsabers to the gut have become in this series. Is like Which I'm fine with. It, <laughs> it kind of pisses me off because you have a laser sword and you're like you cut Darth Maul in half and they're like, eh, let's give him robot legs. And like he comes back. Like except except for Qui Gon Jinn, he got stabbed. Didn't, nope, can't come back. Sorry, his his organs are too close to each other. Apparently, like it's it's fine. And it, and in the grand scheme of things, does it bother me? No, but I just find it funny that like Vader stabs Reva right through the fucking stomach and then just leaves her there to die, and she doesn't die. Like he could have finished her off, but he didn't. But that's the thing is for his character. That's the point. You're not worth my time. You're yeah. not worth making sure you're dead because I you're fucking that. trash. Well, yeah. it's also, it's incredibly arrogant. Yeah. I I struck her, uh, me, Anakin Darth Vader Skywalker, just attacked someone. Of course they're dead. How yeah, did I mean, he survive did it, that? He did it to Obi-Wan as well, yeah. 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 I, I actually it, saw something about um, how she survived. I'm trying to see if I can find it. Well, she's probably like Anakin. She probably stayed alive with her fucking hate. Her yeah. hate kept her yeah, alive. I, yeah, that's what it was. It was yeah. in <clears throat> the Grand Inquisitor that says, revenge does wonders for the will to live, don't you think? Yeah. 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 I mean, like, and also, you know, there are plenty of times that people have been shot in the head and survived. There are times that people get, like, a staph infection and die. There are, yeah. you know, I mean, like, yeah, that, 
I feel like the people who are hung up on that, like, you're looking for problems at that point. If that's where they lost you, like, come on. Like, yeah, it, it, I mean, fucking Darth Maul. It's canon that that motherfucker got cut in half. Yeah. And then survived. Yeah. But, like, well, a couple people have been stabbed in the cut and they died. Okay. People get gut shot and survive. Yeah, people have gotten shot. Die. Yeah, like, fucking James happens. James Brady. James Brady was with Ronald Reagan when he was shot at by um uh I can't remember the guy's name now. He's uh, got a prison. John Hinckley, thank you. Um James Brady was shot in the head and almost died, but lived for another like 20, 30 years. They made they named that assault rifle bill the Brady oh, Bill. The Brady after bill. Him. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like those are not always fatal. I mean, like it's yeah, it's it was just, just it's dumb that a single injury like that is killing people left and right. It was just like, comical. It was comical to me because it was just like it was like stab. Ah, you're dead. No, I'm not dead. Again, it reminded me of the skids where they're like stabbing each other with the EpiPens <laughs> and they're all like, ah! like screaming. Like it's just for me, honestly, like it's it is a um all right, real quick uh, uh tangent. Yeah. Um Monster Squad. I love the Monster Squad. We've talked about that several times. Um, Wolfman's got nards. It's Wolfman's <laughs> got nards. Definitively, you know that. Um, in the beginning of that movie, uh, there is a sequence. Uh, well, the, the cold open the movie. There's a sequence um, at Dracula's castle in the like 16 or 1700s. Um, and if you look, there's a shot where there's an armadillo running around in Dracula's castle. Which is like, why the fuck is there an armadillo there? It goes back to, I think it was the Hayes Code. Um, in the original Frankenstein movie. Um, and a, a couple of horror movies, I think. But definitely in Frankenstein. Um, you couldn't show rats. The Hayes Code, again, I think it's the Hayes Code. I'm not positive. But the Hayes Code says, no, they're, they're filthy creatures. We will not have them on film. You cannot show them. So... The director was like, fuck it, what's a what's something like that? that's like a rat? An armadillo. Okay, great. There's a fucking armadillo. So there's an armadillo in Frankenstein's castle. Um, sure. So uh, the armadillo in Monster Squad is a callback to the the one from the, the, the Frankenstein movie. Um, so it's like a nice little in-joke thing. I've completely lost my train of thought. What were we just talking about? Gut, <laughs> gut, getting gut stabbed in Star yeah, Wars. Gut stabbed, yeah. thank you, yes. So that is just a thing that you would get in older movies when they were like, haha, now I've stabbed them through the stomach and they are dead because you didn't want to show a lot of blood because you didn't want to spend a lot of money on visual effects. Uh, it's the same reason like sometimes you would just have people like turn to the side so you could see the sword go through them when obviously it didn't. Um, and it became this holdover uh, uh, in a positive sense, it was like, hey, here's a here's a nice little nod back to the older movies of like, yeah, well, hey, you know, you get they stab them in the stomach with a lightsaber now, they're definitely dead. Um, but it became this sort of not crutch, but like it became this weird canon thing of, well, if you get stabbed in the abdomen with the fucking lightsaber, you die. Well, why? Like you can get a limb chopped off but and be fine, but you can't take a hit to the gut. I, I don't know. It just, it seems like a really weird thing. Yeah, I got you. Up on. Um, yep. So shut up, Mike. I hate you. You say <laughs> dumb shit all the time. No, it's fine. I do be doing that, <laughs> but you can eat my entire ass. Um, <laughs> um Across the board, we 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 enjoyed the shit out of this series. It was fun. Like for Star Wars fans, both long term and newer, like MC. Like MC, I love the fact that you said that this now makes you want to watch more. Like I I actually think you would really enjoy Rogue One because oh, fuck yeah yeah it's it's more like if you want to see Darth Vader at his Darth Vaderist where he's Ooh, just fucking shit, shit up that yeah that's the one and like. Yeah. Even the fucking fanboys had problems with that. He makes a couple of great jokes, man. 
And like at one point he's like choking a dude. And he's like, be careful not to choke on your aspirations. Oh, and so people funny. are like, I can't believe you made that joke. And I'm like, that's <laughs> fucking Vader to a T. Joke. Like, yeah. uh, yes, he would. Dad joke Vader <laughs> yeah. is not yeah. a new thing. Yeah. Him being fucking punny yeah. is not like that didn't just get invented I, for Rogue One. I love when they play up because like now all of these pieces are fitting together. You saw how dramatic Anakin Skywalker was. You saw how dramatic Darth Vader was. That scene in Empire Strikes Back when Lando's like, I've made a deal that's going to keep the Empire out of here forever. And they open the door for dinner and fucking Vader's sitting there like that makes so much sense that he would be so dramatic. Like people are like, um, Lord Vader, we've almost captured the rebels. Uh, what should we do? He's like, prepare a dinner. What? I, yes. I, <laughs> yeah right like prepare a dinner we're gonna feed them no <laughs> we're going My, i'm going to sit at the head of the table and then was, <laughs> there was a tweet going around it was talking about how much of, of a fucking drama queen he is yeah um and they're like everyone can hear vader breathing all the time so how did han not hear him from the other room and i was yeah. like that motherfucker turned off his fucking breathing apparatus. Yeah, he held his breath. his breath until they came in. <laughs> until they came in, <laughs> he, had, he had the line ready too. He was like, "We would be honored if you would join us." Yeah, it's such a drama. Queen. I I love the idea that Anakin has a fucking notes app or something when he's in his in his fucking tank, and he's like, "All right, so I choke a lot of people, right? Like, what am I gonna say? Did I say I'm gonna choke a bitch?" Um, <laughs> and, he, and he just pulls up the one note and it's like all right uh, joking on your aspirations yes, siri right. take a memo yeah like yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like he has a little a little like aquatic droid that yeah, floats in right. there and it just it's like a fucking voice memo thing like a little notepad just like writing shit down yes yes yeah. sir lord vader yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and it tries to ad lib and then it's, and then he starts fucking with that yeah uh, and it's like well i don't fucking pay you to make jokes I would love Um, to hear some like because guaranteed he has done this all the time. I would love to hear some clunkers that he did. Oh, yeah. Some shit that he said it just didn't land. Yeah, absolutely. And then he killed somebody else because they didn't laugh, you know, like being like (laughs) punny and clever. Like, yes, that's just a thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like to date, my favorite fucking moment is from Vader down from the comic. And it's when the rebels have him surrounded. And it's just like hundreds and hundreds of people. And he's in the center of like he again, guns on him, like they're 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 ready to take his ass out. And it's like, you know, surrender, Lord Vader, you know, you're you're surrounded. And his response is, All I'm surrounded by is dead men. It's, it's, I think it's fear and dead men. That's fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking great. Yeah. But also, like, don't choke on your aspirations yeah. while he's strangling someone. Yeah. It's a dude, a dude, a, a dude messed up and apologized. He goes, I will apologize to Lord Vader in person. And the next time you see him, the guy is on the ground, writhing in pain, hands around his neck, getting choked out. And then after he dies, Vader goes, apology accepted. Apology accepted. Yeah, like that's Vader at his Vaderist, you know? But like at the same time, that correlates with Anakin because that motherfucker was smooth. He landed Padme. Like he's got, as MC would say, he's got the juice. Like he, (laughs) that's the thing that gets me is when people were like, well, why would Padme ever be with Anakin Skywalker? And I was like, show the picture of him shirtless. Like, are we, are we, are we, okay, yeah. all right, like, say what you want about the man's acting ability, but Yeah. before you do, I was just, you watched some of his movies that were not the prequels. Oh, yeah. But are we um, really going to take the stance that Hayden Christensen is not an attractive man? Yeah. Right. Come the fuck on. Oh, yeah. Do and your he, like, eyes not work? Are you so like, homophobic that you can't admit when another man is attractive? On top of that, yeah. that scene when they're in the droid shop after he's butchered all of the fucking like sand people, like he's emotional. He's admitting that he just wanted to save his mom and that he can't save people. And like he breaks down like a lot. Like she probably in that moment, like felt something for him where she's just like, he's so strong and powerful and pretty, but he's so sad and I can fix him. How many people have done that in their lives? I'm raising my hand. I've done that before. We've all done that. Like, it's it's so funny to me. Well, why? Because he's pretty, and she's pretty, and pretty people do pretty people things. Yeah. Like that's what they do. 
Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, you can't be ugly and make Luke, you know? No. Yeah. No, it's not feasible. He, and he, he, that's the thing. He's the father of, of Luke and Leia. Like, yeah. like <laughs> come on. <laughs> There's been there's been some funny some funny uh, threads that are going around that talk about like if Anakin and Padme like if Anakin never turned to the dark side and Padme um, didn't die that like if they had raised those kids how Luke and Leia would have hated them because Anakin would have been like <laughs> yeah. he would have been like the handsome dad but still the rebel so like he can pick them up from school in his fucking speeder and like a leather jacket and be like hey kids what's up and their friends all of Leia's friends would be like oh my god he's so handsome and he'd be like hey if you need a ride you know it's cool I'll help you out. Like it'd be the same thing with Padme. Like Padme would be the hot mom. Like, like yeah, oh, dude, Luke, oh, your mom's yeah. so hot, mom. dude. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did do they have like a like a Star Wars version of What If? Because I would love to see some shit like that. That's They've a done great a, fucking idea. They did a couple <clears throat> comic books back in the day, and honestly, they need to do more. The ones they did was is they did a, a New Hope one where. Like he's doing the trench run, right? And Luke shoots his proton torpedoes and the the there was something defective in the torpedo and it doesn't go off. So it only like disables the Death Star. It doesn't destroy it. So they end up getting captured um, or Leia gets captured. Han and Luke end up running off. Luke goes and trains and becomes a Jedi, but Leia's been turned to the dark side. Um, Yoda, Yoda ends up like joining forces with Han and Luke and they go to Coruscant and like... Luke takes out Vader and like turns Leia back to the good side. And like, there's this great moment where Yoda like is like Yoda takes over the death star, which is dope. He just like, just mops the floor with everybody in there, takes over the death star and like uses like the comms to talk to the emperor. And the emperor is like, Oh, you're a coward. You won't face me. And Yoda's like, it's cool. I'm coming down right now. And he crashes the fucking <laughs> death star into course. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> The Empire Strikes Back one is really Coming cool. Down right now, I am. Yeah, yeah, on my way down right now. Yeah, um, in the Empire Strikes Back one, Luke fucking dies on Hoth, and Leia has to become a Jedi, and it's it's a really interesting thing going on with um, with Vader because like Vader's like unhinged now because his kid died. He didn't know about Leia, so like he's just like just on a rampage. Right at one point. They capture um, Han and 3PO, Han, 3PO, and Chewie, right? And he's disassembling and fucking with 3PO because somebody was like, oh, we were looking for data, but this droid got blown apart. And he's like, I know this droid. And you're like, oh shit, because he built him. Oh fuck. So he's literally like fucking with 3PO's like memory units and gets him to, te- uh, to say that Leia and Han are on Dagobah. And he goes to Dagobah and he ends up having like a, almost like, um, like in Stranger Things, you know, when uh, when Eleven has those like astral projection fights. Oh, or like Legion, when in Legion where um, Professor Xavier is able to have those like astral projection fights. It's the same thing where Yoda gets inside Vader's head and starts fucking with him with the force in his own head. And he's trying to save Vader. He's trying to like, he finds the little boy. He's like, I remember the little boy that I trained, you know? And he finds little Anakin Skywalker inside there. And he's like, I'm so scared, master. I'm so scared. And he's like, it's okay. It's okay. I'll help you. And then like, baby Anakin Skywalker's eyes turn black and he like we go back to like the real world and he like slices Yoda in half and then Leia defeats him Leia defeats Vader on Dagobah um the return of the Jedi one was weak because Vader ends up like living instead of dying and they put him in a white Vader suit because that's how you tell he's a good guy now oh, is that with it? okay I've seen the white yeah. Vader suit before but I didn't know where that, where that was from it's fucking lame is what it is um <laughs> yeah but um yeah, they, Star Wars um, Infinites, Infinities, something like that is what they called it. Um, I wish they had done more shit like that because the what if would be way more fun if you did more, more of it. Um, and had I mean, like, they have the technology yeah. to do it now. I mean, and with as much yeah. Star Wars content as they're, you know, willing to produce. I mean, yeah, why not? You know, to right. maybe take maybe take the budget from the Bad Batch because I don't know anyone who watches that. And put that towards, put that towards I, what if. I really haven't enjoyed Bad Batch. I started, I got like halfway through and I was like, eh, I don't care. I just gave up on it. I just, I wasn't interested. Yeah. Like, or I hell, was, yeah. you know what? Fucking Star Wars Visions. Like, just you do that. You're already that, doing it. That shit is so good. Yeah, Honestly, yeah, MC, yeah, like, you know what the next Star Wars thing you should watch is? That. 
Oh, it's it's on my list. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Like, I'm not a huge anime fan. I appreciate the art form. Like, I really do. But I, I'm not, like, really into anime. I loved every single one of those episodes, man. They were fucking dope. Like, there's one that literally is, like, it's a samurai uh, episode. Ooh. But instead of samurai swords, they have fucking lightsabers. And it's sick. And, like, I just enjoyed the shit out of it. And, like, it even opens up, like, a possibility of, like, oh, that would be really cool if that was something that happened. Like, I don't want to spoil it for you, but, yeah. You know the... Uh... That lightsaber is red sound from TikTok. Mm -hmm. That's from that's from Visions. Oh, cool. oh, yeah, cool. I, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, and like they they play it fast and loose with continuity as far as like what we know about lightsabers and what we know about a, a whole bunch of shit. But like, who the fuck cares? It's fun. Like it's it's so enjoyable and like I'm fuck. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that shit tonight. Um, because now now I'm excited about it again. Um. <laughs> So we'll, we'll close close shop on this. I know we got more Star Wars content coming with Andor. I don't know when that's coming out though. Um, Soon-ish. But yeah, we'll talk about that when that comes out as well. But uh, we definitely want to thank you all. Um, hey, for all of you who are like, hey, where have you guys been? Um, thank you for reaching out. It was cool to have some people. I know it sounds weird because like, I always, there's a little tinge of guilt I feel whenever we can't do episodes because like, I feel like there's like an obligation, but like everybody has been super understanding. And I, I really, truly appreciate that. Like we have been doing episodes pretty much nonstop. What, two episodes a week for since November of 2020. Like sometimes we need a break and sometimes we have bad shit going on in our lives where we just need some extra time. Uh, sometimes we just want to go to a fucking barbecue. Sometimes we want to go out with our families. Sometimes we want to go see a movie. Like fucking next week, MC is going to be performing. Like... We have other things that we have going on, but don't ever think that that means that we don't want to keep doing this because we do. And I was telling the guys last night, I had a really rough week at work this week. And this was like the thing I was looking forward to. I was like, I get to vent and talk about things I love with my friends. So this whole week can just literally just be pushed back there because I get to do this thing that I, I really, really love doing. So uh, that being said, for all of us here at at the diner. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you. We'll be back with another episode. We're talking Miss Marvel. We're also going to play a game. Uh, but stay safe out there, folks. And remember, together, there are no heights that we can't reach. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs>